Locked in her podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, liar. And we're hat. And we're reviewing Time of Eve. Episode 1 summary. Uh, Without that. the spoilers. Don't worry. No spoilers. You can stay. In the near future, robots that look like uh, robots that look like humans are regularly used as domestic servants with rings over their head to identify them. After finding an inconsistency in the logs of his household's android, Riku Sakasa and his friend find out about a cafe that has only one rule: no discrimination between humans and robots. Welcome to two white guys talking about racism. <laughs> the episode. Uh, out of ten, we're giving it a seven. It's good. Yeah. Spoiler for a reason why. Time of Eve has lofty goals in terms of subject material. While the vast majority of the message is delivered with care, and some exceptional messages are quite fantastic, I can't help myself from getting caught up in the production errors and sometimes sloppy delivery. Also, the animation inexplicably has frame rate issues. While these mistakes are certainly not deal breakers, I do find them hard to stomach sometimes. It's really good. You should probably watch it. Also, it's it, short. It's super short. It's like six 20-minute episodes. Yeah. Spoilers past this point. We've selected two subjects to discuss for the majority of the podcast. These subjects are the production itself and our interpretation of the series. For each subject, we have each written a paragraph independent from each other and we'll read it aloud, and then we will ask two questions in an open discussion format. Okay, the production itself. If I describe the overall mechanical production quickly, I'd probably say pretty good. The art style is kind of odd, but it, that's rarely distracting. And it doesn't particularly utilize its visuals in any interesting ways, but while that could normally be a problem and lead to a bland overall production, this being a down-to-earth character study helps it a lot in that regard. The frame previously mentioned frame rate issues do occasionally rear their head, but for me at least it wasn't didn't take me out of the experience, let's say. Uh, one thing I did have a bit of an issue with was the way the first couple episodes were paced. The For the first about episode and a half, it practically feels like you're watching the show on two times speed, but before too long it finds its groove and settles down and takes a minute to breathe. This one's all over the place. The animation flip-flops between perfect and lackluster in a moment's notice. Frame rate drops throughout the series seemingly at random, plague what is otherwise a dynamic camera perspective. Although even the camera work can be overwhelming at times, citation, the weird thing where it like goes from, yeah, it's just spins. I, I thought it was neat the first time and did it a couple more times. I'm like, okay, this is actually whack and I'm not, yeah. I want to get off the tilt of world. The dialogue has a unique cadence that equally lends itself to immersion as it does to confusion and jarring edits. While I would describe the production here as unique, I'm not sure that that's a good thing all the time. But the technicalities are not all that is wavering here. The script occasionally is written to be genuinely thought-provoking, such as the interaction between the couple in episode 3, but this is weighed in almost equal measure by near incompetence, see episode 6, a backstory that is a little too late with an attempt at an emotional payoff mere minutes after setting it up. The very short anime is a collection of interesting ideas that were allowed to fall as they may. So, my thesis is just that. I love what Time of Eve thinks it is. Now, if only it could get itself together long enough to present itself as such. Sure. Neither of us really talked about the soundtrack. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. The cafe has a unique, like, jingle whenever they... It's, like, a pseudo-opening. Uh, I don't remember much else from it. Yeah, which Just is a... piano playing. Yeah, which is a good thing, generally. Yeah. I never was like, oh, soundtrack here is really bad. Yeah. 
and there are a couple things that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that, and I really like it. Mm. So even though it doesn't have an opening, it kind of has a pseudo opening, and I think it's great. Do you think, because this, this series is not really a connected story. It's connected in the sense that the main character following his android around. But that's kind of it. Do you think that the show would have benefited from a through line and maybe some more time to make that work? Tricky question, because that could be a double-edged sword. Yeah, exactly. Because I want to say yes, because I do think that that would help kind of pull it together, and I do feel like that sort of narrative could have used the narrative of the guy following his engine around, mm-hmm. could have used a little bit more attention. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like if you actually gave it to them, they'd spend more of it on the, like episode six secret government society thing (laughs) and not on the like actual narrative that's good oh voice acting that's a good one the only issue i have with the voice acting is sometimes the kid yeah sometimes the kid yeah absolutely but other than that i think it's good um turns out it's kind of hard to cast children and also nitpick the production of a six episode budget zero yeah half series uh, the more important part are interpretations of the show. Because the production is whatever. It's kind of weird. It's kind of all over the place, like I said. it's Sometimes it's great. Like, the camera work is cool, and the animation is used subtly to cue the audience on things. And sometimes it, like, operates at four frames a second. It's like, holy shit, why did yeah. you do that? But at the end of the day, it's kind of not the point. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. It's not that intrusive. But talking about the message... I'll open with the fact that I admit that as being the person that I am, I don't exactly have much real-life experience with or discussion when it comes to issues like discrimination and segregation. That said, from what I can tell at least, I do think this show handles it, for the most part, very well. Usually the robots is a racism allegory falls into the pitfall that, as similar as you may make robots and humans in your setting, there's still a fundamental flesh-and-blood difference. Although this show does a frankly surprisingly good job of avoiding this, mostly by focusing on characters and their experiences over the larger Mm world-building. Mostly. (laughs) When this works, I feel like this leads the show to succeed very well at its intended message of everyone is just people. As alluded to in the first section, I think the message of the series minces its words a bit too much to be taken fully seriously. I was just going to go episode by episode, but that is sadly unnecessary, as episode 1 and 2 are bog-standard racism allegories, episode 6 is an absolute train wreck, and episode 4 and 5 are competent enough, but did not leave that great of an impression on me. Episode 3, however, made me think quite a bit. The premise is relatively simple, but the delivery was remarkable, leaving me in a position where I felt guilty trying to guess who was an android and who was a human is exactly what I wanted from this series, and here my expectations were subverted, and I was made to look like an ass. Pointing out the bigotry in the viewer set my hopes high for the rest of the series, but sadly it was all downhill from here. The like point of episode 3 is that it doesn't, like, they don't know Yeah. which one is a robot and which one isn't and but like the fact that like basically the whole time i was trying to be like oh which one's which and play detective is kind of the point is like the point of the series is saying hey don't fucking do that 
Yeah. You should stop doing that. And the fundamental point of, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's but, not, the, like, the fundamental point that it's not that cut and dry. It's not that A or B. Just, like, breaking down episode six. Okay, kind that is kind of so one of my questions, but that makes sense. Yeah. like... Uh, wow. Look at it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the events of episode six are... They give the, like, the secondary main character guy a backstory. Yes. Which is, like, you know, whatever. A little late. Yeah. But, but they give him the backstory of, oh, ro I had a robot friend and then my dad made it not my friend. And now I'm angry at robots. Which uh, really fucks with kind of the message of the entire series. Because I found that character, like, these two characters, to be one of them is just, like, like an audience insert. Yeah. The main character is kind of an audience insert. The secondary main character, I kind of interpreted as someone stuck in their ways and saying every time that you're presented with, hey, maybe you should challenge your beliefs, there is this person nagging your shoulders saying, oh, but come on, you know how it is, wink, wink. Yeah. And then the sixth episode kind of undoes all of that and says, oh, actually, this person wasn't a bigot. He just has, like, PTSD. Yeah. Like, robot was mean to him once, so now he, he hates, hates all, all the robots. And it's like, that kind of undoes all of it for me, because yeah. now it's not about, like, societal pressures. It's about, oh, this specific person has, act, like, has a reason. Yeah. A reason, air quotes. And it's, it's not a, a good one, obviously. Yeah, and it's it's not, I should clarify, it's not, like, depicted as, like, he's justified in that or anything. The no. Whole, the whole... The point of the episode is that... He's not. He's yeah. really not. Yeah. But also they bring in the whole... His dad runs an anti-robot yeah. coalition. Then, yeah, we, then we go off the deep end. The government, which there's also a pro-robot coalition that's more powerful but more secret. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I mean, I kind of get the... the you could, you idea could extrapolate that, this to be the whole, like institutionalized racism in the yeah. government. You could you could extrapolate that, but I honestly, if that's true, I don't think the show actually does you any favors in terms of that interpretation. No. If they wanted to commit to that bit, they would have had to spend a significant more significantly more time on it. Yeah, and I don't know if I would have been able to take it seriously. Yeah. Because anti robot government is a little just kind of silly. Yeah. I wanted to talk about one of my questions was I actually want to talk about the uh the older robot. Sure. The the one that's like a nameless. like in like the nameless, Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Not the old man. Not the old guy. Okay. Not the old guy. Although also That's a cool thing. Yeah, that's a cool thing. Yeah. I also really liked that. But I I don't know. My feelings towards that episode specifically are kind of complicated because I do appreciate the message and honestly it kind of rings true to me. I was raised by my grandparents and my grandparents being old white people mm -hmm. were racist so when i was raised as like a kid they would tell me racist shit and i would just you know yeah, you're fucking seven so you believe yeah it. you believe it because why wouldn't i yeah and then so like as i was you know grew older and learned about reality i had to unlearn all of the racism mm -hmm. and so the thing the message of like oh yeah, we're, like, open-minded towards robots, but then one shows up that doesn't actually, like, look and act like you. Yeah. And the, the, despite being like, oh, we're open-minded about robots, still being uncomfortable about that, but that not being, like, 
like the staff is like, no, seriously, you need to shape the fuck up. Yeah. Like, I know that this is, like, now you're uncomfortable because now someone that is, like you said, doesn't look like you shows up. Yeah, is visibly different. Mm -hmm. And that's making you uncomfortable, but that's, like, not okay. Yeah. I appreciate what that's, that rung true very well for me, but... Yeah. I do kind of agree that some of the ways in which it was delivered kind of, again, did the thing where it, like, touches on the deeper world building... That kind yeah. that really isn't the point and just kind of really just muddied the waters. Yeah, I agree. Once it starts to get into the thing where it's like, oh, the, these robots just get kicked to the side because there's a this like coalition of robot pickup people and they charge this fee and you, they replace your ro- and it's like, okay, hold up, back up. This why are you telling me this? Yeah, this is completely irrelevant. You're wasting time. This is something that you shouldn't bring up because it brings up more questions than it answers. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really serve your end. And also, now you're asking, like, oh, well, then what if this? And, oh, is there, like, a charity group that can get around to that? And, like, oh, what about the secret organization of good robot people? Are they, like, doing anything about that? Where do they end? Do they, like, get beat up in the streets? Like, what's going on here? And then that's so far beyond the point. Other than episode six, the rest of it was really good. Uh, five is kind of... I don't really get it. I'm kind of Which a goldfish. Which was episode five? That was the one with the old man that is with the daughter secretly being a robot. Oh. I don't really get it. Like, maybe it's like an adoption thing? No, the that was like hammering home the thing. Because, like, the guy was doing the investigation into, like, all his secret, like parent robot program yeah. that's like being beta tested in places yeah like, he's like doing research into that and he like goes to, and he like realizes to let and like goes to ask him about it and the guy's like look it doesn't matter oh yeah that's true like a hey like what are you what are you digging into this for yeah like look this you don't need to be doing this yeah yeah one of the things that i like the most about the show as a white guy, it really pointed out a lot of things. It, like, pointed the finger at me quite yeah. a bit. I was like, oh, I don't get this. It gets explained to me, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I've never had to think about that like that. I wonder why. Like, yeah. Yeah, and there was, for me, there was a lot of, like, in some places, there was a decent amount of, like, hey, wait a minute, do I do that? Yeah. Because well, like, if I do, I should three, stop. Yeah, like episode three was a big one for me because I was trying to figure out who was the robot and who wasn't. And the entire point was, one, it doesn't fucking matter, and two, you're wrong. Conclusion. Time of Eve is a more than worth your time experience, despite the criticisms I have. The important distinction here is that the production decisions were all good, but then there were some limitations. Episode six is not a deal breaker, but it's something to keep in mind when viewing. The following score comes with an asterisk, which is the fact that the series is greater than the sum of its quantifiable parts. Overall, Time of Eve is an effective, if somewhat confused, character study that largely delivers on its premise without wasting too much of your time. It's not perfect by any stretch, but it is something fresh and thought-provoking that above everything else respects the viewer and respects your time. Yeah, that's huge. That's a big deal. We didn't actually touch on that that much, but that's a big deal. Yeah. Your score? Uh, I gave it an 8. I gave it a 7. Next time, The Future Diary.